Welcome. Welcome to the Soul Magic Podcast. And I'm your host, Jillian White. Your white witch. Sort of. Kind of. (laughs) Throughout my 20 years of teaching in the spiritual world, I have noticed that people often move through life on autopilot, going through the motions with each day passing like the other, missing the gifts, existing and not living. For this podcast, my intention is to lead you to hear the whispers of your soul and trust some messages from the stars. It is a blessed time to savor your life, to fall in love with life itself, and to embody magic with every step you take. Let's walk with intention of inviting magic into our lives to awaken that spark of our soul. February carries the vibration of love, happiness, communication, partnership, compassion, all the nurturing energies life has to offer. It's not just for couples, you know. It's a wonderful time to take care of yourself, be self-loving, which we often forget to do. (laughs) February is also the month of purification, so it's an excellent time to clear your energy and the energy of your home. Rituals and spells geared towards health are extra potent at this time of year. It's a time for new growth, renewal, creating something new, success, and it's a turning point. So what you do this month will create a ripple effect for the rest of your year. I think that's a good enough reason to get laser focused on what you want to call into your life. I want to read this lovely quote by Michelle Olak about self-care, and it goes like this. I then I learned the spiritual journey had nothing to do with being nice. It had to do with being real and authentic, having boundaries, honoring and respecting my space first, others second. And in this space of self-care, being nice just happened. It flowed not motivated by fear, but by love. Oh, I love that. And that is what self-care is. Being true to how you feel, honoring where you are at in the now, and creating healthy boundaries. We tend to overgive and forget to fill our own tanks up, eventually leaving us burnt out, feeling resentful, and not giving from a heart anymore, but from guilt. So it's important to fill yourself up, and then that cup fills up, and it'll overflow with love, and eventually flows out to others, with ease and grace, not forced. So this month is a great reminder that you are worth investing in. Make an appointment with yourself. If you find you don't have time for yourself, Make some empowering choices to eliminate some activities that keep you in constant state of overwhelm and overly busy. Take time to do something that brings you joy, that fills your soul cup up. Is it taking a bath, reading a book, meditating, or even watching your favorite show? There is no wrong answer, and there's no such thing as a small step. Any movement creates momentum. So take the first step towards self-love and care.
I'm going to share this wonderful spell by Deborah Blake. It's a fun one. And it's called Nourish Your Soul Spell. What you will need is a candle. She does suggest a purple one, but use what you have on hand. A small little cake or sweet bread and some ale. But use any drink that feels indulgent to you. (laughs) Now, this spell is best performed on the full moon, preferably outside. You'll light your candle. Make sure you ground and center filling it the connection of Mother Earth and Father Sky, and feel the goddess touch your spirit. Then you will say, Bountiful Gaia, Mother of Earth and of me, whose gifts sustain my body, please send me what will sustain my soul as I eat this cake, so I will take in what nourishes my soul. And you'll take a little bite of your cake. And then you'll say, As I drink this ale, so I will take in what nourishes my soul. And you'll take a sip of your ale or whatever drink of your choice was, and then you'll say, I open my heart and spirit to your gifts, and I open my eyes that I might see what you send my way. So be it. And so it is. And then I would offer, this is me ab-living, but I would (laughs) offer some of my ale and my, my sweet cake to Mother Earth, and then I would finish in celebration. I think that sounds like a fun one. February is also the month where we celebrate the Sabbath in bulk. In bulk is a midpoint between winter solstice and the spring equinox. It begins officially the evening of the first and ends on the second in the northern hemisphere, of course. In bulk represents new beginnings, purity, rebirth, renewal, and first signs of spring. The beginning of something good. The origin of the name is debated, but it is said to be from an old Irish imbolc, meaning in the belly, which may reference pregnant ewes or sheep, thus representing a new life, which is a welcome sign of spring. Imbolc is a wonderful time to start thinking of what you're going to leave behind. For example, any thought patterns and habits that drag you down, as well as time to do spring cleaning of the hearth and home. Imbolc is a fire festival because of the returning of light of the sun. Bridget, the Celtic goddess, also known as Bride or Breed, is the goddess for this time of year and the hearth and home. She is the triple goddess of poetry, smithcraft, and healing, a threefold power of nature, such as the sun, moon, and stars. I love the energy of Bridget. She is one of the first goddesses I connected with in Ireland. She's a very loved bride, or as Catholics or Christians would call her, and they couldn't get rid of her, so they made her into a saint. <laughs> I suppose it was harder to make Sheila Nagig into a saint, who is another beloved goddess. And if you haven't heard of Sheila Nagig, look her up and you'll see her beautiful wild side. But let's get back to Bridget. Bridget is also linked to the Kaliak, the winter goddess. On Imbolc, the Kaliak would walk broad to gather sticks to light her fire for the rest of winter. The folklore was, if she wanted a longer winter, she would make Imbolc a lovely day. It would be a good omen if Imbolc was a cold and blustery day, as it meant that the Kaliak couldn't gather her sticks, so that would mean winter was nearly over. Blessed Bridget would then spread her long green healing cloak across the land, awakening the earth from her deep winter slumber. There are so many stories of her beloved Bridget. 
One of my most favorite activities at this time of year is to create a bridge across. A bridge's cross symbolizes protection, healing, and purity. Its original design was most likely inspired by the pagan sun wheel, or solar cross. The cross is usually made out of rushes, straw, reeds, or any strong grasses. There are varied stories of Bridget Cross, and this is just one of the legends, and this is how the old tale goes. An old pagan chieftain was on his deathbed. In some versions of the story, the chieftain is her father. The servants called upon Bridget to his bedside to soothe and calm him. As she sat by his bedside to calm and console him, she picked up some of the rushes from the floor, a common material back then. And as she talked to the chieftain, she played with the strands and began weaving them into a cross. Her calm demeanor, her words of wisdom brought peace to his soul. Completely captivated by her weaving of love and enlightenment, the chieftain willingly converted to Christianity and was baptized before his death. Once word of his conversion reached beyond his lands, news spread fast. And ever since, Irish people have made rush crosses to celebrate the occasion. So if you would like to make your own bridge across, I have a free ritual I did with a group last year. I have available for you in my teachable classroom. I'll provide the link for you below. So once you've created the cross, you'll hang it up at your front door and leave it there to protect your house with Bridget's blessings until the following year. Children's crosses are traditionally hung above their beds so that Bridget will protect them through the night. Now, if you have an old cross, you would burn it at this time of year on St. Bridget's Eve, and then you'll make a new one to bless this new year. There are so many ways of celebrating the Sabbath of Imbolc. You can sprinkle in your home, create an altar, celebrating spring to come, because the hearth and home is a central part of the sacred festival. You can plan your planting for the coming year and maybe sow a few early seeds indoors. It's a great time to make candles. And because anytime you light your candle throughout the year, you invite this very auspicious energy into your home. Being that Bridget is a goddess of poetry, how about you pick up your favorite poetry book and read it to your loved one? At sunset, you may want to put the lights on in every room in your house and welcome back the sun. Or you can light candles in every room to save energy. <laughs> You know, it's supposed to be a merry time, so find ways to invoke fun. Play some games, go sledding, have a bonfire, to name a few. There are so many ways of welcoming in the light. Bridget, weave your circle bright, weave a web of glowing light. Earth and air, fire and water bind us to you. Thank you for joining me, my magical friends. May Goddess Bridget bless you on your creative endeavors, heal your soul, and protect your home. So be it. And so it is. Our circle is open, but unbroken. Merry meet, merry part, merry meet again. Blessed be.